You're listening to Never Sleeps Network. R-E-S-P-E-C-T. That's how you spell leprosy. Hi there. Hi. I guess you're the new neighbor. Oh, hi. Are you two from next door? Yes, indeed. We're quite happy to meet you. Just as long as you're quieter than our last neighbor. He played the foghorn. <laughs> oh, well, don't worry about me. I'll be like a mouse. <laughs> like you'll eat lots of cheese and live in our walls? No, uh, uh, I'll be I'll be quiet. Oh, um, that's too bad. Well, we just thought we'd welcome you with a pie. Petty here is an expert pie maker. It's store-bought. Oh, all right. Thank you very much for the pie. Hey, don't eat it all at once. You'll get really fat. See ya. <laughs> oh, that was nice of them. <laughs> Hi, uh, we didn't know if you'd already eaten the pie, so we made you another one. Oh, and we wanted to invite you to our barbecue tonight. Oh, of course. Do you need me to bring anything? Oh, just the meat and the barbecue would be great. Oh. Okay, well, if you need anything, just give us a call. Because, you know, we're neighbors. And uh, you know what they say about neighbors. <laughs> they see about <laughs> what, 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 what do they say? You left without saying what they said. Hi, Hi. here to return your lawnmower. I haven't unpacked my lawnmower. We unpacked it for you. Hope that's okay. It's a lot faster than our usual method of cutting grass. What, what's that? Goat. Oh, and here's some sugar to replace the sugar we took from your kitchen. When were you in my kitchen? Well, where do you think I made the pie? I thought you bought it. Uh-huh. Well, next time I'd appreciate if you would just ask. You betcha. What's mine is yours, right, neighbor? <laughs> Neighbors. <laughs> okay, bye. Excuse me, I can clearly see you there. Oh, I, sorry, I, I didn't know if you were asleep. I wasn't asleep one second ago. Yeah, I was wondering if you still had the pie left. You see, I've spent the whole day on your roof fixing your chimney. I don't own a chimney. Oh, hi, here's your car keys back. Hope that's okay. You had my car? Oh, don't worry, it's perfectly fine. Our car is still suspended from our multiple DUIs. Uh, P.S. You're all out of gas and tires. All right, can you please leave? I need to finish unpacking. All right. Wow. <laughs> That's the last time we give you pie. No kidding. Wow. Oh, great. Now I made them angry. Don't worry, you didn't. And on top of that, we've decorated your lawn. Because we broke your lawnmower. Yeah, we covered your lawn with some of our gnomes. We're kind of known as the gnome people in this neighborhood. Uh-huh. Oh, how many gnomes did you put? Oh, only about one, two hundred gnomes. What? And all we ask in return is for you to rent out your basement to our magician friend. To who? Here he is. Hello. Pick a card. Uh, no thanks. Mm -hmm. I'm good. Oh, my magician senses tell me there's pie. Okay, no, 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 that's enough. Stop helping me. It's just not helping at all. You don't want your lawnmower back? You took it again? Look, don't bother me again. We're sorry. We're just... We're so thankful you're not like the last guy who was here. That foghorn caused so much fog. So much. <laughs> I'll cry with you. Don't cry. So unpleasant. Look, I, I suppose I could use the extra income from... Oh, me? The great Mussolini. Okay, no. Um, um, nope. I guess gnomes never hurt anybody, but... Well, actually, one time we... Okay, uh... just, just all I'm saying is please ask before you take anything else, okay? Thanks, friend. You're going to fit right into this neighborhood. Great. Well, we should probably head home and prep for the barbecue. It looks like it's starting to get foggy out there. Wait a minute. I recognize that fog. <gasps> He's back! I'm moving. Shh! 
Welcome to the Best Friends Podcast, episode 83. 83 and feeling and free. Feeling free. Oh, that's pretty good. Or drinking pee. Drinking pee. You always say drinking pee. On I this. always. Uh, yeah, no matter what podcast. the number is. Yeah. Um, anyways, uh, we got to thank our shout sponsors. Out to our sponsor at Harbor College. Thank yeah. you for cuddling us and holding us and tucking us mm. in and sending us out to the dark, dark world. Oh, why did you do that, Hunter? We want to stay in Humber. But thank you to Never Sleeps Network for producing this podcast every single week. And Tip Top Taylor's looking at you to sponsor the podcast. Literally look to you from our window. Look at Tip Top Taylor. over there. Huge thanks to our guests. We couldn't do this without our guest. Templeton Philharmonic. That's us. Individually, so the people can associate the voice with the face. You can't just point at yourself. Oh, yeah, yeah, because we want people to know who you are. Yes, I am. This is me, Gwen Phillips. And this is me, Brianna Templeton. Great, great. great. And that's the podcast, right? and that's a day, guys. Uh, just, that's like a who, who does that? Uh, Colin Lott? Sharp. Colin Sharp has a podcast. Oh, hi, bye, podcast. podcast. Yeah, yeah, good times, man. Anyway, cool. uh, this is the Best Friends podcast, so let's do what we do here, which is talk, talk to our sketch guests, yeah. guys. What's up? Let's talk How about are you? Sketch. Let's talk about sketch. Um, how did you guys? Hey. I'm like, get yeah, started at in right. sketch. How did we get started? Yeah. Where did this all yes. come from? Humble your, beginning. Yeah, what is your humble beginning? Well, we started at Humber and we started wearing vests and we were like, that's ours. And then we were, our idea was stolen. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah, right. Oh, uh, now we're here for revenge. We don't have a costume for this. We saw you guys walking by in vests. We're like, get them. That's it. Get them. Get him. <laughs> uh, no, we went to university together as well. Uh, we did theater. Yeah, and a lot of our professors tended to be like very intense, like Brechtian, like German theater professors oh. who were wonderful. Uh, but as a result, like once we graduated, we're like, all right, let's work on a fringe show together. Because mm. for some reason, we ended up never being cast in the same scenes together in plays. Yeah, but and two comics school. together. But you were like funny people in the classes, or I, like, I mean, we were the funniest people in, in the world. ever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> ever. <laughs> right, right, right. I forgot right. about that. So, I remember what happened. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so originally we're like, okay, we've got a coveted spot in a fringe festival. What are we going to make? And our instinct uh, initially was to make an experimental theater show about dreams. Yeah, there was a there was like a whole thing where where there was a sail that was part of the set where it was like the sail of a ship could be used as a hammock or as like a wind like I don't know it was so experimental and like weird and we interviewed people about like reoccurring dreams they had and stuff and we put we started putting them all together these vignettes and we were working with uh, director Kevin Matthew who you may know from doing lots of sketch stuff yeah. So he's awesome, and thankfully, he said, hey, guys, it seems like you guys are writing a sketch comedy show. <laughs> um, we're like, what's that? Say? No, we had done a bit of sketch yeah, before. Yeah, we did some improv sketch. We were in Rulers of the Universe, actually, before. Oh, yeah. Really? Uh, that's crazy. I what year would that have been? Holy moly. Ah, 1973? Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember when that whole cast got picked up for Saturday Night Live. We did not. But we were the funniest people in the world, so it was weird. Yeah, um, very weird. True. They were just jealous. Yeah, yeah, yeah obviously. Sounds like it. So this all started in 2011, you said, I guess? Yeah. So we like to ask troops this question every time they come in. We like to ask about any bonkers shows. Any crazy stories or shows you had? Yeah. probably have a few. Um. <laughs> oh, uh, we did Skidmore. That's that was pretty great. Skid, Skidmore. Skidmore. <laughs> it was pretty bonkers. 
how what in bonkers in what sense? Yeah, like just whatever. Like I don't know. just it, it's I'm not. So it wasn't normal. Skidmore, that's you can't for sure. not tease we us. We did with a Skidmore. show. <laughs> you get to than Shane. <laughs> <or laughs> like the we, squirrel thing. Yeah. Well, okay, we did the inaugural. We did the inaugural. Um, we were the first women to ever headline the Skidmore Comedy Festival, which is in upstate New York. Or it's called the National College Comedy Festival. Oh, cool. The Exactly. It was. It was in the middle of a blizzard, and we took the. We were really broke at the time. We took the train there, and then stayed in like a motel, which was great. But it's like it was so bizarre. It was like the most surreal experience ever. It was in Saratoga Springs, New York, which is very wealthy town. Well, Skidmore is the name of the t- of the very fancy arts college. Oh, oh they were very kind in that they the name. Yeah, they sent us there, fancy. and their their mascot. Um, well, no shit, I just ruined the joke. Anyways, we have a, <laughs> we have a, we have a sketch where we uh, there's a squirrel involved, um, and we didn't know that their mascot is a squirrel, and they thought that we did it on purpose. Oh, and they were, so they were like, like wow, "Wow, way to cater your your whole set to our mascot." And we were like, "We had no clue." <laughs> That's crazy. And specifically. Like our sketch was about like oh a crazy squirrel like trip out sequence and I have a, like a squirrel head mask and stuff and uh, yeah the Skidmore um, mascot specifically is like a, not just a squirrel but like a crazy squirrel because there's some kind of theory <laughs> it's because that, like, they were they were known for eating cigarette butts and getting off the ground and getting on like nicotine. high on the nicotine so it's kind of like students? squirrels <laughs> yeah, okay. and both yes, but anyway that was we were snowed in and it was weird. Wow. So you just had to stay there with a squirrel. Yeah, <laughs> we, we we part we didn't even party. We just like went to the, our motel room in a, in like three feet of snow or four Jeez. feet of snow and watched the nanny. And then oh, <laughs> wow. like, you know what? That's, that's all right. A, yeah, that sounds pretty good. That's also, pretty good. like we're used to being on tiny stages, and not that we were complaining, it was wonderful. But Skidmore College, their theater space is like huge. Like <laughs> yeah. it was like felt like we we're at the, the ACC. So like we had all our choreography, but we we're like bounding across. Right. We had to like run to like. Yeah. Make oh things make God. sense. Yeah, the stage the was so big that it was didn't make any sense for like for a duo. It was terrifying. We had to do like jetés, if you know <laughs> ballet, oh, across yeah, the yeah, stage. Yeah, yeah. It was Our so it actually. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Mark, have you heard of this Humber College comedy writing and performance program? Yeah, man, that's where I met you. Oh, yeah. Have a good time? Oh, yeah. I had a great time. I improved a ton as a comedian, too. Explain. Well, for example, here's a joke I used to do before I did the program, right? <clears throat> How many tickles does it take to make an octopus laugh? How many? <laughs> Ten tickles. <laughs> Yeah. Yikes, yeah, I hate but, that. I know, yeah. But, but, check it out after I went to Humber. <clears throat> How many tickles does it take to make an octopus laugh? How many? Tentacles. <laughs> wow, well, see? I love that. Yeah. Humber School of Comedy. We teach funny people how to be funnier. Well, another segment that we like to do on the podcast that's sponsored by the Humber School of Comedy is our famous segment, What's, what's Your Dumbest, dumbest sketch? sketch? Ooh, famous. Ooh, <laughs> that's what's first your time I doesn't have to be anything you performed, even just pitch or even thought of, like the right. sketch you've ever written. Or, or Maybe this is the pitch. <laughs> we have one person. sketch that we only did once that uh, I don't even mind it, but <laughs> it's really weird and dark and totally messed up. I don't but, know what one you're even going to say. Okay. So <laughs> we have a sketch called Rhonda and Wanda. Oh, is yeah. about a, it's like a 1950s sitcom, like the Dick Van Dyke show, but 
the one woman is trapped in the sitcom and she doesn't understand what's going on. And the other woman's like, it's me again. And laugh track. And then she's like, here I am. Like, oh, it's the milkman. Just kidding. And like the laugh track just goes higher and louder and bigger. And the woman's like, but what? And like, she just slowly realizes she's like trapped in this cyclical, really fucked up world. And it gets crazy. And we, <laughs> Yeah. And then she's trying to like, Ask her only for, like her best friend for help, but it's just like I'm just wacky. She like now. picks up a banana and uses it as more like, like water, water. And her friend's like, no, please, what's happening to me? And then the laugh track just gets louder and louder and louder, and then it's like the end. And, and just it just the end? descends like, into hell. Happened? I don't know. I I don't even remember the ending. What's the ending? I think it's just you're more like ah, and like the lights go red. <laughs> and I think and I like just laugh. laugh maniacally, and then Brianna like just goes into psychosis or something. I think we've. Got Anytime the lights go like red, that, to be honest, we have a couple sketches like that, like Muffin Town. Yeah, where we just l- yeah, where it just like gets crazier and crazier. Music. The one person's like, "What is going on?" Yeah, 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 it gets really messed up. Like I think when we did it, it there were a couple of the audience that were like. Frightened. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I remember there was one line from that I really liked, though. But yeah, we only did it the one time. But uh, it was like, why is it always Tuesday at 8? <laughs> That's always like the time. <laughs> like, and I'm like, I don't know. Check your clock. And it's like just crazy. Like, wagga just, wagga. Just, it was just really odd. Which one was Rondo and which one was Wanda? The crazy person. I think I was... Rhonda? I guess I was Wanda. <laughs> yeah, by default. Was Wanda. And it was called Rhonda and Wanda. That's the circumstance. Yeah, yeah, and it went... Important. What was the song? It's Rhonda and Wanda. One's brunette and one's a blonda. Who are the nicest gals around? Who will pick you up when you're feeling down? It's Rhonda. It's Wanda. One's brunette and one's a blonda. It's a Rhonda and Wanda show. <laughs> I'm very impressed. Well, I think it's the best like podcast is a new theme, theme song. song. Oh, no. <laughs> it's, it's, it opens on that. Every now i want to hear this because uh brianna you uh were looking for a new place i heard yeah it's really hard to find a good spot in the city mm-hmm. so yeah i've been trying to go to open houses but it's really competitive uh, and yeah. we, we heard you recorded honestly mark normally brings in a recording of something crazy that happened but apparently you're bringing uh, I've been, in i've been good this week I've a recording yeah. of this you recorded the whole thing yeah yeah i wanted oh. to avoid uh shady real estate dealings oh. by recording people very that's topical that's shady. Smart. see that's <laughs> a good way to do it mark just records records by accident it's not my fault <laughs> okay yeah. it is your fault anyway oh, i'm not gonna play myself uh, we're gonna play uh, that right now yeah let's hear this hi uh i'm here for the open house Oh, hi. Welcome. Welcome. Come on in. I'm so glad you decided to take a look at this property. It's truly one of a kind. Please remove your shoes and socks. Oh, okay. Oh, wait. Did you say my my socks, too? Yes, please. These floors are 100% silk. Oh, silk. Okay. Wow. So what did you think of the front of the house? Doesn't it have great curb appeal? Yeah, uh, I guess it does. Um, I was curious about the windows, though. Are they supposed to be mirrored? Yes, all the windows in this house are mirrors and vice versa. Huh. It's great for heating in the winter. I see. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
Also, in the listing, it said the property was on a quiet cul-de-sac, but I had a hard time finding it because it seems to be wedged between an arcade and a roller rink and an airport. Mm -hmm. Um, Does that affect noise at all? No, ma'am. This neighborhood has everything. And it's truly one of a kind. It's a custom-built property. The only noises you might hear are neighbors talking about how jealous they are that they don't live here. (laughs) (laughs) So let's start the grand tour, shall we? Now, here in the front foyer, you'll notice this beautiful floor ceiling carpeting, huh. which continues into the bathroom and throughout the shower. Oh, it's, uh, sorry, carpet in the in the shower? Yes. What would you prefer, tile? Well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that's great news because the entire foundation of this house is made of mosaic tile. But wouldn't it crumble? And the- it got a new roof two years ago. Oh, well, that's good. Yes, premium thatch. Huh. Uh, All right. I'm just going to follow me through this door here. Okay, right into the bathroom. Oh, a cute little pocket door. Absolutely. So you'll notice the sink and toilet are one unit. Great space saver. Is is that sanitary? Of course. And it actually features an above ground infinity pool. Wait, wait, what? Follow me into the kitchen here. Uh, Okay. Through this beaded curtain. (laughs) Oh, wow. So many beads. There's a few in here. Every 70s, but not. Yes. Yeah. I know what you're thinking. Only one kitchen for such an enormous home? <laughs> That's crazy. Even, okay. <laughs> That's why there are private kitchens in every room, complete with brand new stained glass appliances. I'm sorry? Complete with brand new stained glass appliances. I know. It's hard to believe for such a price. <laughs> it's impossible. I know. No, I mean, it's impossible to have. It stay- gets better. Uh-huh. Let's continue to the games room. Okay. Uh, just wait for the elevator here. Okay. It's on the second floor. Just wait for a second. It's accessible. Yeah. That's good. (laughs) So, here we are. The basement is great for entertaining guests. So, remember the neighbors? Well, the games room conveniently connects via complex underground tunnels to both the adjacent arcade, roller rink, and airport. (laughs) Tunnels? I mean, I'm sorry. Come on. But this is unbelievable. (laughs) You think this is unbelievable? Wait until you see the rooftop horse stables. What? Wait, but how does that even make sense? I know. Oh, oh my God. Are those stalactites on the ceiling? Uh, Yes, we're in the man cave. (laughs) What did you expect? More like a cave cave to me. Yes. Well, obviously, I can tell you're looking for something a little more traditional. Yeah, thank you. But you know what? I don't think I'm really that interested. So I think I'm going to (laughs) go. Just Well, uh... I do have one last room, if you'd like to take a look at that. If you just uh, follow me through this very, very small door. I don't know why it's so small, but it gets smaller as you go. So just through here. Oh, my God. Hope you don't. (laughs) Sorry. Hope you're not agoraphobic. (laughs) A little bit. That's okay. Too late for that. (laughs) Yeah, that's tight. Okay. There we go. Here we go. And we're in. Okay. So here we are in the living room. Now, this is the most traditional room in the house. Here we have the very classic fireplace with this beautiful mantelpiece, brand new hardwood floors, a crystal chandelier, (gasps) built-in bookshelves. Wow. You were right. This room is is actually really nice. And 22 hidden Murphy beds. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. Is this some kind of joke? Oh, don't worry. There is plenty of room to install more Murphy beds in the ceiling. Why would I want them in the ceiling? That doesn't even make sense. I, well, you I never don't. Know. I, Lots of guests. I never... don't want multiple Murphy beds, and I don't want stained glass appliances or silk okay. floors or in an indoor above ground infinity pool. I just. I certainly don't want carpet in my shower. That's your choice. Oh well. 
Well, what do you want? All I want is just a typical, modest family home, kind of close to downtown. I mean, I have a million dollar budget. Surely that's enough (laughs) to find something. Well, that should get you two homes in Hamilton. Huh. You know, I think I'd rather take this place instead. Okay. Can you tell me that? Yeah. Great. Absolutely. Great. <laughs> what wow. So you're right. That that was well worth the recording. Glad you did that. Mm-hmm. So you got a nice new place. <laughs> yes, <laughs> thank you. Was well, housewarming. Stunning. <laughs> that was a Templeton Philharmonic sketch. Thank you, thank too, for bringing you. that in. Thanks, thanks for having for letting us do it. Oh, oh, no problem. No problem. We've got lots of real estate stuff today. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Real estate kind of I didn't know we were on the real estate episode. <laughs> this is right. the real estate episode. It's also. Our Christmas, Christmas episode. episode, Christmas real estate classic combo. <laughs> yeah, 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 I know. Okay. Everyone's, everyone's, everyone's moving around place. Christmas, right? Yeah, I got. Everyone's got extra money at Christmas to buy new houses. Yes, uh, totally. Exactly. <laughs> Can't put that in a stocking. Okay, so um, let's do our segment, yeah, which is called, called Christmas Vests. Oh, okay, it's well, best, but, <laughs> it's best, but I we are the best. best. Yeah, good point. Sort of like a Spanish like VB. That's is right. it like yeah, put on your Christmas vest? Vest? Yes. Christmas. Like your Sunday vest? Yeah, our Sunday vest. Your Sunday vest. Yeah. No, Christmas best. Your yeah. best vest. There we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your Easter. Anyway. If that made sense to anybody listening. <laughs> yeah. <I guess. laughs> um, we've done this once before on the podcast. Last Christmas. Different. We did it last Christmas. Yeah, last Christmas. You gave me your heart in the very next day. Okay. Yeah. We talked we about that on the episode. Gave it away. Oh, All right. We that was my time. least Sorry. favorite <laughs> Christmas song. Yeah, it's his least favorite Christmas song last Thanks year. That's a lot of people's least favorite. My least favorite's Christmas shoes. Yeah, me too. Oh, I Christmas, Christmas shoes. shoes. I never even heard that. Ooh, get ready. I'll send it Shoes. I was like, for sad. my mama, please. Oh, God. It's Christmas and these shoes are just, just too tight. I hate that. I think just her I size. Just, her size. I hate <laughs> that song. It's, it's all about the mother dying and going to Jesus. The last time's when mama meets Jesus oh, tonight. Yeah. Oh, God. Quick, very quickly, I need to tell you the plot of this really intense, <laughs> terrible song. Yeah. Just, yes. Yeah. Quickly, and so then we'll get back to it. It's uh, a man who's like, in line and the Christmas season the stores are all busy and then there's suddenly a little boy with a bunch of shoes one (laughs) pair of shoes at the cash register and he's like is this enough money like sir I want to buy these shoes for my mama please it's Christmas Eve and these shoes are basically he's like my mom's dying can I have these shoes and there's a guy like, wow. no. Then he buys a firm <laughs> yeah, because it's Christmas. Firm. But, but the guy's voice, ah, no, it's like it's, it's not earned or it's something. It's not earned. The I guy's like, wish... oh, I wish the end of the song was just that. And no. Shoes are just recessed. No. <laughs> we take money here. Yeah. Yeah. So like, then I pulled out my wallet and I bought those shoes for the boy. It's like he's a hero like for buying 40 minute shoes. song. Yeah. It's a bad song. Um, sounds to me like the worst song ever. You're right. Uh, I do love the I don't know. What did I say as you were last singing? year? You said, well, that great one, uh, the, the Elton John one. <laughs> That's my favorite. Oh, I don't know if you said your least favorite. Yeah, good point. Yeah, my favorite, my favorite Christmas song. I won't talk about it this year because I'll talk about a different one. But I, I, my favorite one from last year, "Step Into Christmas" by Elton John. Elton John. Go? It goes like, "Welcome to my Christmas song." I want to thank you for the year. Yeah, you know, sounds like Elton John. It's like, it's like "Step Into Christmas." Everyone together, we can watch the snow fall forever and ever. That's how it goes. 
Oh, I know that yeah. one. It's real. It's a very like upbeat, took a while for me to fun Christmas register. song. I sang, I brutally butchered it on here. Uh, yeah. oh, Wrong like note, it. flat. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Oh, um, humiliating. I uh, <laughs> gotta cut that out, Mark. Cut it out. No, no, keep it um, all in. But yeah, so but my fa- uh, I don't know my least favorite Christmas song. It's probably simply having a wonderful Christmas time. The worst Christmas song. Right. Yeah. We, we talked, talked about, about that year. last year. But too. what I'll talk about this year is my favorite Christmas song. Great. Probably favorite now. Album. My favorite album is Hung for the Holidays William by Hung. William Hung. I don't know if Whoa. you guys remember William Hung. The She Bangs yeah. guy. Yeah. 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 She Bangs. Yeah, yeah. Oh, she, baby, it's you. That's the guy. He released a <laughs> he oh, no. released a Christmas album home. called Hung for the Holidays. Oh, the best and name. It was the best name <laughs> I've ever heard. He's a stocking? And it's just, and it's, oh. oh what's no, the album look like? I don't know. I never looked. Is it a stocking being hung? Because that's. I'm not sure. No, it should be him being hung onto the. Like over the fireplace? Yeah. Like or just his dick. Sorry. Yeah, it could be his big, no his big, his big whopping dong. Yeah, could be. hung. Um, hung for the holidays. But it is, it's just like him doing covers of <laughs> of Christmas songs, uh, and they're all absolutely the worst thing you've ever yeah, in your life. Yeah, I love it. Come, they told me about rubber bum bum. Yeah, the little drummer boy. Oh, the little drummer boy. He sings them all. He sings all like all the big hits. He sings them like. That'd be so funny if it was hung just for the holidays. That was a huge day for just for like the two weeks. Anyway, that's really bad. It's really bad. Yeah, look it up. It's hung for the holidays. Anyway, Mark, do you have anything? What's your favorite this year? My favorite Christmas song? Yeah. What are your favorites now? I don't know. Damn it. Oh, I also oh. love this, like, uh, All I Want for Christmas is You. You can't not love it. Yeah, the Mariah Carey yeah. one. Yeah. It's just like, you can't not like it. So, any upbeat song, I'm like, here we go. Except for Simply Having Wonderful Christmas. Do you know what I actually really like? I just got to put it out here. Creepy Christmas things. Yeah. Like, oh, Actually, if you want to sing it, I can do the harmony. Ready? I don't just can I don't know if I can I don't know if, if you I just if you just have that was our uh, podcast. Do you guys have a good time? Yes. yes. Absolutely. This episode comes out December 18th. So happy holidays, everybody. And do you have anything to plug or anything, even like a website or whatever? Um, any upcoming shows for December 18th? <laughs> well, actually, we're going to be at the San Francisco Sketch Comedy Festival in January. January okay. 12th, I believe, is our show. Uh, and we have an audio series that's funny. <laughs> At least that's the intention. It's all about oh, eavesdropping. Yeah. Ooh. So listen and up. We've got lots of nice. fun celebrity guests. Like, um, who's on there? <laughs> Astronaut Chris Hadfield. Oh. Oh, Pearl cool. Chris Hadfield. He's on your thing? Yeah. What? And uh, Tony Hale, who plays Buster Bluth yeah, on Arrested yeah. Development. He's on there. Reggie Watts. Yes. Reggie Watts. What? Yeah, we've got lots yeah. of awesome people on there. Anyway, uh, it's crazy. called None of Our business right. and you can find it on audible cool the best of friends have nothing to play we like january 24th or something we're headlining the um humber show at oh, comedy bar boy i think there's some other stuff in there too yeah we might we got some stuff don't worry about it anyway come we don't want you to be there yeah you don't want to go to this yeah it's gonna be trash voices enough yeah but uh we're gonna close off this episode with uh foley which is one of your sketches that you recorded at was this serious sex number or something or where did you yeah it was remember when you guys did this Oh, this. We're on that we show were at with you. this yeah. show. Oh, this is great. So enjoy this sketch. Many thanks to our uh, our sponsor. 
Humber School of Comedy. Beauty. And our network here, Never Sleeps Network. And check us out in three weeks, guys. We're taking a Christmas break. Have fun, everybody. We'll be back January 8th. See you in hell, motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> The 1958 edition of Fun with Foley, the amateur sound effect enthusiast guide to creating unbelievably believable sound effects at home. I'm your host, Marilyn Montgomery. To best illustrate the use of the simple, easy, and affordable techniques described on this record, we'll present to you a scene from the hit off-Broadway play, The Women's Hour. Every time a sound effect occurs in the scene, you will hear a chime. I will then describe to you how this brilliant effect can be achieved easily and cost-effectively using everyday items. When I have finished, the scene will resume. Let's begin. In this scene, Marjorie has just returned home from an evening out. Unbeknownst to her, her sister Rose has been awaiting her arrival. Oh, Rose, I, I didn't think that you'd still be awake. Didn't you, Marjorie? Close that door. <laughs> To create the sound of a door closing, utilize a miniature Foley door. <laughs> if you do not have a Foley door, you can create your own using wood, a hinge, and a doorknob. Or simply closing a door in your actual home will suffice in a pinch. You were out with him again, weren't you, Madre? Don't you lie to me. Rose, I, I don't know what you're talking about. Don't you, Madre? Look at you, standing nervously in the doorway to our own apartment like a what? Like a vacuum salesman or something? What? Are you afraid to walk into your own living room, Madre? <laughs> no, of course not. Just watch me. Sound of footsteps, record your feet, of course. <laughs> Simply record yourself wearing metal golf cleats clomping on any old piece of 18th century mahogany furniture. <laughs> or, provided it's treated cherry wood, clomping on your own floor will suffice in a pinch. Yes, you walk excellently, don't you, Marjorie? With those hips of yours and that girdle of mine that you're wearing. Move over, I need a glass of champagne. To create the sound of champagne pouring into a glass, pour real champagne into a glass using your left hand. Crystal is best, but both Clicquot will suffice in a pinch. Sometimes the world just feels so big and lonely that the only thing to fix it is champagne. It's not your champagne consumption that I'm worried about, Marjorie. It's those lips of yours on that man of mine. Of all the men in Manhattan, you had to take him, didn't you? You be quiet or I'm going to throw this here champagne glass clear across this here living room. I said you're a tramp, Marjorie. I said be quiet! To break the sound of glass breaking, simply make a glass out of sugar and then break it, just like they do in Hollywood. To create sugar, obtain a stock of sugarcane. To obtain sugarcane, visit a sugarcane plantation in Cuba. Or simply breaking a stained glass window at your local cathedral will suffice in a pinch. You clean up that broken glass, you hussy. Rose, stop it, you're going to tear my dress. To create the sound of cloth ripping, do not rip your own clothing. It is best to avoid scenes with ripping sounds, as tearing fabric can be costly and waste far too much time. Ro, 
Rose, what's wrong with you? Have you gone mad? Mad am I, madre, mad. Rose, what are you doing with that knife? Put it down, you're scaring me. <laughs> to create the sound of a knife stabbing a person, take a knife and stab a melon. Take care with how you stab. If the scene involves vicious stabbing, have at her. <laughs> if the scene involves tender stabbing, such as in the case of a sacrifice, be soft and gentle. Honeydew melon is best, but cantaloupe will suffice in a pinch. <laughs> At this moment, you may want to create the sound of hysteria. To do so, trap a goose in a bathtub. <laughs> uh, what have I done? sound of tears, fill an eyedropper with melon juice. Honeydew is best, but cantaloupe will suffice in a pinch. <laughs> Marjorie, wake up, damn you girl! She's dead. <laughs> to create the sound of a soul escaping a body, <laughs> breathe gently onto a mirror with the lights off. <laughs> oh God! To create the sound of a locomotive, use a train whistle. Note, the locomotive sound does not occur in the sea. Lord <laughs> in heaven, why must you keep me in despair? To create the sound of your own despair at home, pour yourself two ounces of vermouth and skip through the obituary section of your local newspaper. <laughs> or trap an insect in a jar and neglect to create any air holes. Or simply dwell on the fact that, despite your love for the vocation, you will most certainly always remain an amateur foley artist at best, as it is a most trying art indeed. I have been your host, Marilyn Montgomery. Thank you for listening. Never Sleeps Network. This has been a Never Sleeps Network production, executive produced by Alex Ross. For more information and content, visit NeverSleepsNetwork.com. Hey, you got Morgan from Vesta Friends. Yeah, Mark from Vesta Friends. And thanks so much for listening to the Vesta Friends podcast every Tuesday on Never Sleeps Network. Yeah, hey, in fact, did you know that Never Sleeps Network features other amazing podcasts created right here in Toronto? Is that right, Mark? It totally is, Morgan. Like what? Like our great buddy, Jeff Paul. Ah, the human potato himself, the potato files. You can also listen to that on Never Sleeps Network as well. I think I might do that right now. Let's do it. Mmm. Mm.